Broadcasting from the Any Hour Services Podcast Studios, I'm your host, Mike Wilson, and on this episode of In the House, we're going to be talking about heat cable. Let's go. In the House is a podcast about the major systems in the house. Electrical, plumbing, heating, and air conditioning. Each week, I'm joined by a panel of experts. We pick a topic, and we discuss it in depth. It's meant to be informative and hopefully bring you some value. Today, in the studio, I've got back with me Gavin and Shane. They are managers over the electrical service department at Any Hour Services. And like I mentioned before, we're going to be talking about heat cable. Um, now, this time of year when, when it's snowing and it's cold, uh, I think... A lot more people are seeing icicles hanging off the roof, different things like that. But let's start by just in case people don't know what heat cable is, what is heat cable? Well, heat cable is a, it's got wires in it and it heats up so that it protects your roof from ice dams, icicles. Okay. Provides a path for water to get off your roof and into your downspouts, into the where it needs to go. Okay. Um, what what are some applications where people would actually need to install this? Mostly in places that they've had issues or that they there's a potential issue. Like on the north side of the home, you don't get a lot of sun. Um, so you get snow up top that melts from the heat from in the house. Mm-hmm. It comes down to the eave area and it freezes and then just causes problems. Yeah. Shane? I was just thinking, if for you, for those of you in Florida and different places, maybe you've never even seen snow, so you might just want to turn this one off. Yeah, just skip <laughs> skip to the next episode. Don't worry about it. But I I like to you know at my house, or at anybody's houses, I think a good place to do it would if if you if you've noticed um, during, over the winter, anywhere where you have icicles or if your gutters fill with ice, that's a good place to think about installing mm-hmm. it because Gavin, you mentioned ice dams. Uh, a lot of people, I don't, until I started like looking into it and researching it years ago, I didn't realize what ice dams were. I think most people see icicles and they're like, Oh, pretty. That's Christmas. I'm so <laughs> lucky to have icicles hanging off of my roof and they look real, you know, cool or whatever. But, uh, so let's, let's back it up for a second and explain how those, the, you know, how those ice dams form and what's happening and why, you know, icicles and ice dams are not necessarily a good thing. They might look good, but the damage that they could be causing to the house. Okay. So an ice dam is basically where the, where the water's come down and frozen and it keeps freezing and creates like a kind of like a bowl. So the water will come back and go underneath like your asphalt shingles. So, so on your roof, it snows. And then if you can imagine, uh, you know, most homes have insulation in them and attics, you know, heat from the home is rising. So those, those areas at the top of the roof are usually the warmest areas. And so snow will start to melt off of those parts soonest. And as the snow melts, water's flowing down the roof. And then you get to a section of the roof where the, the overhang or the eave of the house, and there's not usually insulation up in there. And so you'll get the air is much colder, which makes the roof colder. So as the water's flowing down, it'll freeze. And then you still have water flowing down from above and it'll flow over that ice and it'll freeze. And if you can imagine layers building up, and then you mentioned it's like a bowl, eventually you end up with this little mini wall of 
of ice and you've got this area between the eave and the warm part of the roof where the water is it's not frozen you know and it's just kind of pooling up there and where does water go at that point shane it can go anywhere it can right so it's going to back up behind your shingles and then it gets back into your house so what kind of damage have you guys i mean have you guys been called out for and seen the kinds of damage that it can cause like tell us about that I would say here in Utah, we've got some cities that are higher, Park City, um, some of these ski resorts. That's where we see most of the damage. They can get up to four, six, seven, eight feet of snow in some of these places. Mm -hmm. But I've seen some of these ice dams where we're back behind. It looks like a little pond back there. You've got six to 10 inches of water. Mm. Um, If I can find ways in, I mean, it gets in the house, it'll ruin all your drywall. I've seen ceilings that have fallen in because the drywall gets so wet, it falls in, it goes down walls that you can't see and ends up in the basement somehow. That can cause a lot of damage. I've seen estimates on, uh, just on roof damage of in the hundreds of thousands of dollars to wow. fix the damage that's been done by some of these. So, you know, next time you see those icicles, oh, <laughs> is, you know, it's cute, but... Uh... Might not want to, you know, keep them up there. So you you mentioned, you know, because I think when when people think about heat cable, they think like, oh, well, it's going to melt all the ice. But you're not trying to melt all of the ice when you put heat cable up there. All you're trying to do is create a path so that you don't end up with those Mm -hmm. puddles of water because ice on the roof. There's nothing wrong with that. It's when you end up with standing pools of water Mm -hmm. on the roof. And so talk to us, Gavin, about uh, how you install this stuff. Um, to create those channels of, you know, creating those paths for the water to go. Okay. So on the roof, on your actual roof, we do what's called a sawtooth, which is just, it's two feet apart. Mm-hmm. You can go up and down. It looks like a saw. Yep. Um, that just provides that what the water up top comes down and hits that. It'll, it'll create a pathway for it to get down. We actually bring it off the roof so that it overhangs the gutter so that so it can drip into, into the, the gutter. gutter. Yep. Um, and then in the gutter, you have heat tape all the way down the gutter, down to the downspout, and then we take it a little bit further into the ground so that it's past that freezing point and gets where it needs to go. Nice. Um, so you you mentioned that this heat cable is, uh, you know, it's got wires in it and it heats up, but can you tell us a little bit more specific about how how this heat cable works as far as like how it's, creating that heat or how it's doing what it's doing either one of you i don't know so heat cable is uh, creating heat with two different wires and uh if you look inside your oven and you open it up you have like a big looks like a big piece of metal in there and it heats up really heating heats up but electricity is trying to get through this but there's a lot of resistance created so it creates a lot of heat um heat cable is the same kind of thing it's got two wires and uh Basically, electricity wants to get in between them and it creates heat that way, mm-hmm. very simple. Um, There's like a, a material mm-hmm. like in between them that, mm-hmm. that helps to, it, 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 it keeps them from shorting out, but it, but it, it lets does that let heat. a little bit yeah. of, of current through them, which creates heat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so are there different kinds of like heat cable, heat tape type of stuff? Like what, what are the different? as far as the technology and how the stuff works, what are the different things that are available? So there's your constant heat okay. heat cable, which you plug it in and it gets out, gives out the same heat every, every part of it. Okay. Um, and then there's a self-regulating heat cable. 
that by I think it's what foot by foot. Mm. I think it's yep. foot by foot. It regulates to how cold it is. There is how much heat it gives mm. out. So yeah, I mean, I guess you're melting this stuff with electricity. That can get expensive. I guess some of the 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 cons of that constant heat stuff is that it comes on and it just is on mm-hmm. full blast and you have to control it by unplugging it and stuff. Yeah. Um, and the, but then the self-regulating, you can turn it on and the, the temperature and different things control it. What are, go ahead, Shane. So I was going to say on the, on the stuff Gavin's talking about there, um, you can't just leave it plugged in all year round. It's still going to pull some electricity. So the stuff we use takes about six Watts per foot. Um, that's when it's the coldest as it gets warmer. Um, it'll take about two to three watts per foot. They tell us so. Mm-hmm. So it's still it's still taking power. So, I mean, during the summer you wanna you wanna have a, a means of disconnecting it. Uh, the way it uh, differentiates how much power it's given is actually a membrane in between these two wires. As it gets colder, this membrane kind of shrinks a little bit, um, tightens up a little, which lets more current pass through. So it takes more power, and as it warms up. It, it separates just a little bit, just expands, which gives that electricity a little further to travel before it's going from one side to the other, um, and, it, and it takes less wattage. And there's different um, accessories that go with this stuff, right, to control it, and mm-hmm. uh, t- talk to me about what's available there. So as far as availability on controlling heat tape, some people control it with just a basic switch. Um, but before we get into the switch, um, uh, one and very important thing on heat tape is uh, what's protecting it. We have to have uh, GFI protection. Around here, we use something called EPD protection, equipment device protection. Uh, that protects, basically, you're putting this wire on your house, on your roof. If something goes wrong with that and it starts giving power where it shouldn't, it actually turns it off. Mm. But as far as controlling a uh, switch, a basic switch, um, there's temperature sensors, so they will turn on when it gets cold, and when it gets hotter, it'll turn back off. There's temperature moisture control sensors. Uh, that'll let a, that'll only let it turn on if, if it senses there's moisture there. So here sometimes we have a really dry cold. So we might not get snow for two weeks, but it's still 10 degrees. And now uh, with that temperature moisture control sensor, it won't let that turn on until it senses there's something there to melt. So quite a few ways of controlling that. Mm-hmm. Um, now I've always viewed heat tape as not necessarily one of those DIY projects, unless you've got like an awful lot of knowledge about how they work and maybe you've done it before, (laughs) you know, but, um, you know, they, I think they sell that constant stuff at the hardware store and that, that Mm -hmm. makes it a little bit, um, makes people think that they, you know, there's less to it than, than there is. But even with that constant stuff, you have to make sure you're not crossing it and Mm -hmm. make sure you're installing it the way that it's supposed to. But there's, if somebody's looking to get heat tape or heat cable or whatever you want to call it, um, what should they look for in someone that they're, um, contracting this out to, because I mean, you guys have been on jobs, you know, what kinds of things have you seen? people do that are just wrong installation shortcuts like different things like that what what have you seen out there um a lot of things just not installing it right um like i was saying with the sawtooth making sure it goes over the gutter if you stop it too soon mm-hmm. it has a little area for it to just freeze so it could be causing more problems um yeah just making making sure that the person that's installing it knows what they're doing knows how much that's going to pull 
I mean, I've seen people like just hammer a nail into the, <laughs> into the roof and wrap the cable okay. around it to like, keep it from coming down. Yep. Like the, that's, that causes all kinds of problems. But, um, so what should someone look for or how do they tell that they're getting someone that knows what they're doing versus, you know, cause I mean, you've got roofers that would probably try and put it up gutter companies that would try and put it up. Uh, I think I've, I remember having a plumber, uh, come out to my house and like, try and give me a bid. And I, I don't know his name, so I can't like put him on blast. <laughs> I wouldn't anyway, but this dude literally told me out and I was testing him cause I was just trying to see, you know, what he would say. And he comes out there and I could tell he was a plumber uh, from the way, cause you know, plumbers will use heat tape and they'll wrap it around pipes mm-hmm. to keep it from freezing. Right. Yep. This dude wanted to wrap my gutter. Like, Wow. Those that can't see, plumber. I'm making a motion <laughs> as if the gutter is a pipe and he's wrapping around the outside. And I just, I was like, oh, you really think that's the best way to do it? And he's like, yeah, I think so. And I was like, <laughs> cool, give me a price. <laughs> and I, I did not have him do it. But uh, but anyway, so that that was interesting. Uh, so so tell me, oh, I, I keep getting distracted. What is, how does someone know that they're getting someone that knows what they're doing? Well, I can just ask questions, first of all. I mean, if you have somebody come out and they say that they, should wrap, the if they should wrap your gutter, <laughs> I don't know if that's the best way to do it. Heat tape, um, that's what it was first made for, was for heating pipes. And uh, and it's probably been the last 20, 30 years I've done more with the roofs, but before that it was mainly pipes. Um, make sure they understand the electricity size of it. We can only run so many feet of heat tape on different sizes of electrical circuits. So you can put way, I mean, you can string heat tape out forever, but then when you plug it in and it trips and it trips your breaker, make sure they understand the electricity side of it. There's also some pretty complicated, uh, it depends what kind of heat tape you use, but to self-regulating, there's some pretty complicated connection points you have to make on those. Um, the other stuff they talked about, the constant watt, you can go to Home Depot and buy that, and it's already got a plug and everything on it. It just goes up there. But as you're talking about this stuff, Find out what you want. If you read a lot of this stuff from Home Depot, um, some of it even says you're supposed to take it off the roof every year because it's not it's not meant up to be up there with the sunlight. That stuff too, if, if it crosses anywhere, it can actually cause a fire if it touches uh, the self-regulating. It's fine if it touches. So, so ask questions about the quality of the heat tape. How long is this stuff going to last on your roof? Is it going to be one year and you have to replace it or is it 10 years? But I just ask a lot of questions. Somebody who knows what they're doing can answer all those. When they get to the electrical side, make sure they're licensed. Um, just because a plumber can put it up uh, doesn't mean that they should be hooking into electricity. A lot of different laws and regulations when it comes to hooking into your electrical system. Random question. Um, I've always wondered, like I've been seeing more and more um, companies advertise that do like gutter covers that like, you know, keep things from getting in the gutter and things like that. They only let the water through, you know, which is mm. the only thing that would freeze mm. in your gutter and cause these yeah. ice dams. So like, uh, how does, how does the heat tape work with those things that are actually covering the gutter? Do you have to take them off and run it through? Can you not put it on with those? How does, how does that work? Usually just take it off and run it through. Um, and then the put pe- it back on. Yeah. And then put it back on. Okay. Yeah. So when you are. <laughs> when you've got the loops hanging over the roof so that the water drips into the gutter, you don't have the, the loop connecting with the wire that's in the gutter, right? 
Okay. A lot of times we'll run another heat cable on top of the gutter too. Because as you think about water, it gets on top of that gutter guard. It can also freeze right there. Gotcha. Um, sometimes they'll say, we'll just put it in the gutter and there'll be enough heat coming off there to melt it. But a lot of times it doesn't. So a lot of times at that point, your heat cable in the gutter, on top of the gutter, and then the little sawtooth zigzags that go down and connect on that. So you just the only goal in this whole thing is to get this water off your house. So you want to get it from your roof to your gutter to your downspouts and away from the house. Does that, um, does the self-regulating stuff that you put on, is it designed to be up all, all the time, all year round? Yep. What kind of life, uh, does it have on it or, uh, life expectancy? So a lot of these, I mean, you can expect 10 to 15 years. We've seen some 20, 25 years it's been up there. Mm. So it lasts a lot longer. Does it get less efficient towards the end of its life or is it not really as long mm. as it's the, the, the integrity of the cable is still good and it's still insulated and not causing a hazard that should, way should be just the same hmm. not like solar panels so over the over the life of it then as it at the end of that 20 however long however many years is it just the wear and tear of being in the sun that starts to break it down it just happens to last a lot longer than you know other things that are rated to be in the sun or not rated to be in the sun so a lot of it is breakdown from the sun gotcha. um you can also i mean a lot of people redo roofs quicker than that a lot of times. Mm -hmm. So um, sometimes they'll take the heat tape down and then put it back up. And if you nick heat tape anywhere, um, the more you play, the more, I mean, if you're taking it off and putting it back up, it's not going to last as long. So if someone has a bad roof and they're thinking about replacing the roof, do you recommend that they replace the roof first and then get the heat cable up? And if someone uh, is, if someone's heat cable is still working, but they're thinking about replacing their roof, do you suggest that they have, a company come out and uninstall it and reinstall it for them? Or do they just pull it down and put it back up? Can the roofing company do it for them? What do you suggest? I suggest if you have a warranty with uh, whoever put up your heat tape, you want to have them take it down because you're probably going to avoid a warranty if you have somebody else do it. Gotcha. So. What else do people need to know about this stuff? Anything? It's great stuff. Uh, as you're also, as you're looking at buying this stuff, uh, talk to whoever's selling it to you and ask them what it's going to cost to run this stuff. Because if you've got- Not just cost to install it. Not cost to install it, but to actually to run, it. run it on your house. Um, if you've got a couple hundred feet and you're running six watts per foot, and that's on 24 hours a day. 1,200 so, watts. So sometimes people are surprised by how much it costs at the end of the month when you get your power bill. Mm. Um, so you got to figure out installation and you also have to figure out what's your cost of running this stuff. So make sure that they can explain that to you. So you're not surprised and upset when you get your first bill. Got it. All right. Well, that's the show. I would ask Austin what he thought about it, but he told us beforehand, I got nothing to add about heat tape. <laughs> so we're not even going to bring him in on this one. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> well, we'll be back next Tuesday with a new episode of In the House. Uh, if you've enjoyed watching or listening or however you're consuming the show, consider leaving us a review. Drop us a comment if you're watching it on YouTube or whatever. Uh, we appreciate your attention. Um, if you'd like to know more about Any Hour Services, visit anyhourservices.com. Shane, Gavin, thanks for being here. I've been your host, Mike Wilson, and you've been listening to In the House.